back another Monday morning. How was this week for you, Amanda? Well, in order to like talk about the weekend, because we'll get there, we got to like back up to last week. Yes, yes. Let's talk about last week. Well, last week was awesome because we we have been working on a project for what feels like a really long time. Yeah. We have been pouring all kinds of energy, freaking so much money <laughs> into this project, designing, developing, testing, having it get picked apart, going back and revamping, putting it's, it all back together. It has been a journey. That so that and we've been pretty proactive on building it specifically for like the last year Mm -hmm. but let's be honest this has been years in the making oh yeah we knew we were going to do this program for yeah it has definitely been years in the making for Um, sure and anyhow and so last week which I mean too with like the program too it was like one we wanted to have something that more women would have access to we could serve more women there was a lot of things that came into it for what it is that we were wanting to and why and we were also this is the other thing that was really I say cool but Michelle and I were super committed that we weren't just going to like launch something and hope that it worked. We were going to like do the due diligence mm-hmm. and revamp, revise. And we were really, really committed that we, when we did finally launch it, we could like confidently stand behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like a, let's just like throw it out there and hope something sticks. Like we knew. Yep. So, yep. Leading up to it, it's like, cool, we're not launching this until it's really, really ready. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, now it's time, which you would think would be super exciting. And it was, in <laughs> certain points. <laughs> um, but we knew we got to announce it last week. And it was funny because we were working on like the the posts and the, like, you know, what was going to be sent out. And on Wednesday was when we were going to announce it. I don't know about you. I had tons of fear. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel like I that's always a present feeling when you're about ready to do something new. And so all we could do when we were on Wednesday was basically make an announcement that we were making an announcement the next day. And for me, I had to do that post and say, cool, the the official launch, the official announcement is happening tomorrow. And I had to publicly say that so that I would actually like put myself in a position to follow through and actually do the thing do the thing yep um and so you know we did our little i don't know call it a teaser post or whatever Mm -hmm. just saying like hey this thing is coming down the pipeline we've been working on it for forever what feels like forever and then we got together and we were working on thursday and um uh, and we ended up posting the announcement at the end of the day Mm -hmm. The end of the workday on Thursday. So one, that was a really good (laughs) lesson for me because I I had just was like, cool, I just have to get through the actual announcement piece. And then it's like, cool, I can like take my hands off and take a breath and like celebrate myself and celebrate Michelle and celebrate us for getting to that point. Guess what? There was no taking the hands off. That was definitely, yes, there was none of that. <laughs> um, and so Thursday night, we and this is what was so cool. We had such an incredible response. Mm-hmm. Like so much so that I was like feeling overwhelmed. It was like the good kind. It was overwhelmed with good things, but it's still overwhelmed. Yeah. And so when we talk about the things, the um, 
tools and mindset that you have to have when you feel overwhelmed, when things feel hard, are actually the same tools and mindset you have to have when things feel really good. I had a very lived experience of that. <laughs> I feel like that's that's such a prevalent thing too. And it's like really things that they don't talk about very much. It's I like, know. oh, you're going to be happy when you get this thing. When you accomplish this, you're going to feel like this, which I actually think messes people up a lot because like, wait, but I have that thing now and I still feel... I'm feeling just as intense mm-hmm. as I did when things were bad, but now it's good. Yep. And I think there's a lot of times where that really throws people off. They're like, well, if I'm always going to feel this way, then then what do I do? Yeah. When it's just part of the process. Yeah. So um, anyhow, so Thursday night, like my phone starts blowing up. My messages, my text messages, my Facebook messages, my Instagram messages. I was, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and... I was driving home from the office and because Jeff and I, a lot of times when one of us or both of us are driving home from the office, we like call and talk to each other. Yeah. We just like, yeah, share about the day. He's like, how'd your day go? I saw that you got your announcement out and I was like, yeah. And like, I thought I was going to have a really chill night. Like, I don't really know that I'm going to have a really chill night because there's a lot of response, a, a lot of response and which was so cool. And he was like, babe, that's so awesome. How can I help? And I was like, I need you to take over dinner responsibilities tonight. <laughs> like basic logistic things. But, um, and of course, like he totally did, jumped in, was super great, was super supportive. Um, and, you know, I was like on my phone responding to you guys, like having super awesome. It was really cool because I was getting to have people that I haven't connected to, some of them in years. Oh, that's cool. Some of them that, um, you know, like we've been in contact, you know, some of them that are still very like looped in. Mm-hmm. And I connect with relatively regularly. And then some people who I like, I knew we were connected through social media, but we had never really had a conversation before. Yeah. And it was cool to have so many different women coming in and sharing so many different aspects, like what they were needing, what they were wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was also like, holy crap, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, here we are. We're on where it's Monday. You guys, I still, if you have messaged me and I haven't gotten <laughs> back to you, I promise I'm getting to you because like even more came through mm-hmm. this morning that I get to go and, you know, have some more conversation with, with which I'm super excited about. Um, and also, you guys, thanks for being patient. <laughs> um, so for me, like the weekend, I had like Thursday was amazing. Friday mm-hmm. was phenomenal. You and I were like in such like a... That was... Yeah, it was cool. Friday was, like, was really cool because we had... There was so much movement happening, but also so many inspired actions. And so mm-hmm. we'd get an inspired action. We would immediately do it. And then the next inspired action would come. And it was just... It was so neat on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I had... I had so much energy coursing through my body on Friday that... And it was, it was great. Like it was great to have all of that, to be able to do what we were doing and it was fun and it was exciting. And I might have upper limited a little bit on Saturday (laughs) afternoon. I felt real moody. (laughs) Which is a sign when good things are happening and all of a sudden you get moody. (laughs) I felt real moody (laughs) because between, you know, Thursday and Friday and even, even Saturday morning, Michelle and I got together with one of our cousins, Jaylee, and we went, we were just going to go grab coffee Mm-hmm. And just go visit and hang out together. Saturday morning, we ended up spending like two hours at the coffee shop. That was really fun. And then we ended up going out to lunch. And like, <laughs> I mean, it, what was just going to be like an hour morning coffee uh, coffee date turned into like half a day hangout, like 
girlfriend time. Yeah. So that was awesome too. So, so many good things. And then I realized, well, I also recognized the part of my cycle that I'm in is with the little one, the part where I'm a little bit more moody sometimes. Anyways, holy crap though, Saturday afternoon, evening, Sunday, I've really had to manage myself. (laughs) I was super moody and like I was aware enough to know what was going on, but man, it felt real intense. It felt real intense. God yeah. bless Jeff. God bless my kids. <laughs> like, I, you know, and I was able to have transparent conversations of like, hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, I'm feeling my feels right now. And yeah. I, I don't know. I expected it. And at the same time, didn't expect it. I still feel like every single time it comes, it still kind of shocks me. I'm like, wait, but this is everything that I want. Everything is good. And oh my gosh, all my feelings. And it's and more like- than what I expected. I think that was the thing was it was mm-hmm. way... The response we got was way more than what I expected it was going yeah. to be. Which again, which is quality cool. problem. High quality problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was like, la- you know, last week feeling the intense fear and then having like the intense response and then having the intense upper limit on the other side um, and having to manage my mind and manage my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> don't say things because you don't mean any of it right now. <laughs> um. It, you know, it was just a funny, it was just a funny weekend. It That's... just, I felt the pendulum of emotions and which I'm super grateful for what we do mm-hmm. because if I did not have the awareness of what was going on, like one, the whole upper limit part, two, just being connected enough to my physical body to know what part of my cycles and rhythms I was in, mm-hmm. um, it's real easy to blow stuff up. If you don't have the awareness of what's really going on yeah. and you let your emotions run you, yeah, it's really easy to spin yourself out. That is so freaking true. And again, it's still for me, I feel like when things are going wrong, like supposedly going wrong or whatever, or mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it would make sense to feel that way. But like when everything's going right and you feel that way, and it's like, what is, this what is ridiculous. Is going on with me? Yeah. And again, it still like surprises me that that's not taught more. It's like, hey, you have like a lower limit when things are bad enough that you do something. But when you go outside of your comfort zone on the good side, it still feels like that. Mm-hmm. You have things come up. It's, and out, it's like, definitely outside of your comfort zone. For sure. And anytime you're outside of your comfort zone, it's like your mind and body kind of run the same pattern. So it feels the same. Mm-hmm. It's still always, it's still funny to me because my brain's like, this is dumb. You shouldn't be thinking you're feeling this. It's all good. And you're like, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then we also, on top of it, for, to be okay transparently speaking last week was just gave me opportunities left and right to upper limit yeah last week was such a good week so i talked about last monday how at least i'm pretty sure i talked about jeff's accident and we were gonna go look for a truck mm-hmm. so monday after leaving the office i was like okay we're gonna you know we're gonna go look for a truck tonight and in my mind i knew I'm like, we're buying a truck tonight. I'm like, <laughs> we're not just looking. We're not we're just buying. going to look. We're buying. And I also, I was like, okay, cool. We're buying. I know we're buying. And this is my limit. And which was really cute. And then I had the thought come in that's like, mm, but actually this is what we're going to spend, which was about $10,000 more than what I had said my limit was going to be that I felt comfortable with. Yeah. So we get to um, we get to the dealership, and there were supposedly like three of the trucks that Jeff had been looking at, like that fell into like our criteria. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And when we got there, there was only one of them left. And it was the one that basically had everything that we wanted. Uh It was also the most expensive one. (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) Right. And I was like, and we get like onto the, you know, onto the lot and the sales guy comes out and Jeff's kind of, you know, we're talking to him and, and they're like, well, with everything that you're saying, this is the one that we have. And I don't know if you guys have not been in the car market right now, like it's, it's a so totally different, it different to game than what it used to be. Before you could literally have a pick of anything you're dealing because they have all these trucks and now it is very much more scarcity. This is all we got. Yeah. Well, because, you know, on their website, they, they had a bunch of them, but mm-hmm. all of them said that they were in transit, meaning they're all still in Detroit. They may have left the factory. They may not have left the factory. They could be sitting on a rail car getting ready to be shipped out here. They may not. They have no idea. It could be anywhere from a month to seven months that they'll come. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew it was time for us to get a truck now because you only have one car. We only have one <laughs> car, uh, which also like, I don't know, third world problems, right? Ooh, we only have one car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> um, and so anyhow, I knew before I even left the office that we were going to be coming home with a vehicle and that it was also going to be 10000 more than what I said my comfort level was. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it's exactly what it was. I'm cool though that like, inspiration comes so clear now. That's what, you know, and I have been noticing that really since um, end of October, beginning of November of last year. Yeah. I feel like I'm being given a heads up before something comes down the pipeline. That's awesome. And I really do attribute that to, you know, we talk about core four. How often do we freaking talk about core four? Mm-hmm. It is literally a lifestyle for us now. Yep. And part of the core four is, you know, for I don't even know how many years now, every single day I'm doing at least one inspired action. Mm-hmm. I have been developing that muscle between myself and intuition and God. And so because I feel like my muscle is really, really good there, I feel like I keep being given heads up. And also when I'm like staying present. Yeah. If I catch myself going too far into the future or going back into the past, it's a little bit harder for me to like mm-hmm. really access that muscle. Mm-hmm. But as long as I can keep myself present, I am given heads up and nudges of like, hey, but this is how it's, this is what your brain is telling you it's going to go, but this is actually how it's going to go. Yeah. So the one actually plays out that way. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah, I already knew this. Like th- there's no reason to stress. There's no like... Everything is working out for my good. I just get to accept yeah. what is. So at the beginning of the week, there was like, a, okay, this is a little bit more like a price tag that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Um, and it's still fine. It's also cool because, you guys, it's a brand new truck. It had 48 miles on it. It's like brand new. Jeff has never had like a brand new vehicle. That's so cool. And so that was really fun to be able to. I was like, here, babe, happy Valentine's Day. Let me let's we're going to buy you a truck. And was that fun for you? That was actually really that was really fun for me to be like, yep, we're just going to pull this money. Like, here you go. Here, you go. here it is. Um, we have it. So here you go. Mm-hmm. And like to be able to give that to him. The other part that made it so easy is because one, it was a truck that he really wanted. And my husband's super, he's always super thoughtful and considerate and takes into account. He's very methodical in the way that he approaches things mm-hmm. of, cool, does it make sense? Yeah. Um, is it going to meet the needs of our family? Mm-hmm. Like he goes into all of those things first before he ever like goes into wants. Yeah. It's like, cool, wants would be cool, but at the, at the end of the day, it's got to make sense for our family. Yeah. And um, 
what I love is that the only truck that was available was, yeah, one that totally made sense for our family, but it also had all of his wants on it too. That's so cool. And that made me really happy for him. Yeah. And it also was really cool because I've never been able to do something like that before. That had to be such a cool feeling just from like where you've come from, where it's been to where you've been able to go. Yeah. And that, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, And so that was. And it's a pretty sweet truck. I got to ride it on Saturday. Yeah, it's, you guys, again, like I apparently have been out of the market with vehicles. Um, They can do a lot of like. The truck is basically like its own Wi-Fi tower. And it buzzes it, your like, seat if it hits a line. Yeah, <laughs> if you get too close to a line, it like will buzz your bum on like the side where you're like getting close to a line. It'll autocorrect it for you. You put it in cruise control and it like will speed up and slow down based off of like how many feet are in front, like how many, like a car in front of you. If it stops abruptly, the truck stops abruptly. Like, yeah, it's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy cars. <laughs> um. And so, oh, and this is the part that's also really cute. Um, so Jeff at night has been reading the owner's manual. I love that. Part, part of it is because he's been having, a, like, he's in a really intense phase at work, too, because they're also launching new programs and switching systems. And that is a process. That, we know that. That's, we know a big, that. <laughs> that's a big process. You and I get it from, like, the level of business that we're doing. And we're talking, like, the company that... I mean, he's been working at this company for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, hundreds of employees having to get all of them switched. Like it's it's big a process. whole big ordeal. And so normally this is the part of the year that's more chill for him. Fourth quarter is insane. But like the first part of the year is normally more chill. And it has not been. So sleep, you know. All you the know, things. You know, when, when you're stressed, sleep sometimes is a little bit harder to come by. Yes, yes, So he is. was thinking, Cool. I'll just pull out an owner's manual because that's super boring and that will put me to sleep. You probably get so excited about reading it, huh? It does this and look at this. That's what happened. Like, <laughs> I have learned so much about that truck because he has been reading the owner's manual, manual like so much that like in the morning we normally snuggle a little bit before either one of us get up to like start the day. And it's like, hey, babe, guess like as we're snuggling, hey, babe, guess what else the truck can do? Like, <laughs> it's like, been so it, good. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Um, so we had all of that that was like a huge win and then we launched the program and the response was huge and that was a huge win and by the time the weekend hit after all of these huge wins well and even the um, friendship time that we had on Saturday morning yeah we don't do that very often we don't do that very we probably should well we see each other a lot so sometimes it's like and we like what we do but we that was fun but it was really fun to like be with Jaylee and to just be with like a group of like-minded women who was like every single one of them was cheering me on. There was no like jealousy, no comparison, no like it, it just like it was so f- we laughed our guts out like mm-hmm. we had so much fun. So I'm having like all of these high moments. Man, Saturday afternoon hit and I was like, whoa, I'm real moody all of a sudden. Oh no, oh no. We bumped <laughs> out of our comfort zone. Now what do we do? Oh. So what did I do? Um, well, I just named that I was moody mm-hmm. and I made sure that anything that was said to me, I was do even if it was, tr- cause I was, I was getting super triggered by certain things. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, we're just going to like w- receive that with like a grain of salt. Yeah. Like we know right now we got a filter up that's trying to knock us back down into a comfort zone. Also, we're getting ready to start our period. So mm-hmm. like. 
we are taking nothing personal right now as best as we possibly can. And if we do get triggered, we're just going to like hold it really loosely. If yeah. there's conversations that need to happen, they will definitely happen after I'm done feeling moody. Like I'm not. <laughs> no way am I having the conversation in this energy. Well, Sunday afternoon, it was super funny. I sent Michelle a text and I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. But like, I feel terrible. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, she's like, it hit me. And I actually thought, because I was so sick last week. I'm like, oh, shit, please don't get what I had. And then today you're like, oh, no, it was all just, you know, emotions and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and I like was finding myself like, oh, so much like so angsty inside and all these stories coming up. And I just wanted to go pick a fight with Jeff so bad. It's so funny how I we just, always go like. I'm like, I could go have a conversation because this is the thing. Jeff's always like, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Do you want to talk? Do you want me to just listen? Like he's, he's, we've like gotten to a point over the years that that's kind of like how we operate. And I knew he would have listened. Yeah. But I knew like I would have been wanting to have that conversation because I was feeling so uncomfortable inside that I just wanted to get some of the energy out. Mm -hmm. And one of the easiest tactics that happens in romantic relationship is going and picking a fight with your partner oh yeah which is like so, oh it feels good for a second maybe when it first comes out but then oh, everything man, that comes afterwards is after, like not worth it not worth it so instead and it's of, not even about what it is so now you've created a situation that wasn't even about that and now you have to take all the energy to go fix it it's like i think that's one of the biggest things for me in mm-hmm. when i'm in that space realizing it's not worth the cleanup no whatever you're feeling right now is not worth what it would make to clean it up so even if like my illogical irrational angsty side is like i want to do this there's other side is like is it worth it i'm like that sounds like a lot of work so i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no so i'm gonna like shut my mouth and sit in the intensity because i also knew the intensity was part of growing my capacity yeah so i did not engage in any conversations i did though like i just well saturday night jeff's like are you okay and i'm like i am just I'm I'm feeling it right now. Like yeah. I'm I'm I feel like I'm struggling a little bit. I know everything is fine. I feel insanely moody. And he's like, "Do you want to talk about it?" And there was like so much me that was like, "Yeah, let's talk about it. Like let's make a drama out of this." And <laughs> I was like, "No, let's not." And so I did. I did, he was just like sitting in one of like the chairs in our front room, and I was in the kitchen and you know, kind of huffy and puffy. Yeah. And I just walked over, which this is the other thing that's interesting too. This isn't what I quote unquote wanted while being moody, but it was also what I knew I actually really wanted. So the mood was telling me I wanted space and I was mad. Mm -hmm. But what I really wanted was to be connected and close. Yeah. And to feel safe. Yeah. And so I like made myself walk across the room. And I went and like curled up on Jeff's lap and he just like wrapped his arms around me and all of like the angsty went away and I just like cried. Yeah. And I just like laid there and cried and he's like, you're okay. Like, you're okay. Um, you know, and then Sunday I was back to being moody again, <laughs> but I kept my mouth shut. Um, I did some self care that morning, uh, like took a long bath, you know, did my hair, did like a little facial routine thing. And then I need to go grocery shopping. And I thought, no, I'm going grocery shopping by myself. And Jeff was like, I- I'd love to come with you. Mm. And part of me was like, I don't yeah. right? And like the kids were like, well, we want to be with you. I don't want, right? Like just yeah. my insides were so just bitchy, man. 
And, uh, and so I'm like, actually, it's easier when Jeff comes because it's like, when I ask my family, like, cool, what meals do you want to eat for the week? They're like, I don't know, which is my least favorite answer. Because then you'll pick something like, I don't like this. Uh, right. <laughs> and which, I mean, Jeff's good about it. Gentry's good about it. Reese is like my picky eater. The big kids, like Bridger, when he's around, he's always good. Yeah. I mean, he's off living his life right now. But, yeah. uh, you know, Sid and Coop, they're all really good about it. Um, and but I was like, no, it would be easier if he came just because I didn't really sit down and map it out like I normally map it out. Mm-hmm. So we get in the truck and we're headed to Costco. And he goes, hey, do you want to just go for a drive first before we go grocery shopping? And, I, and, and my little bitchy self was like, no, I don't want to. Let's just get the chores done so I can get home. Right. And I was like, mm, but this is another time when it's like I get to say yes to the things that I really want to be creating. Mm-hmm. Even when I don't feel like saying yes to those things. Yep. And so I'm like, yeah, let's go for a drive. So we went for like an hour and a half drive. We went and drove the backside of the lake because mm-hmm. we we've got to break Jeff's truck in. Mm-hmm. We can't go over 55 for like the first 500 miles. And like anyhow, so we just like we're putting the miles on. Yeah. As of this week, he should be able to like drive normal. But the engine's broken in. But um, so we just drove along the backside of the lake, listened to music, and like he just like held my hand we had pretty surface level conversation but just being out being together having the sunroof open because it was warm this weekend and like we had our first false spring yeah fall spring we're getting snow tomorrow but like it felt like spring yesterday we have a couple of those before we hit spring (laughs) um and so we have like the sun shining in on us and I was like you have this like and I could feel myself starting to sort of come out Mm -hmm. um and then, you know, we went and did the grocery shopping and it was great and went home and and it was just like I I knew that in order for me to expand my upper limit, I had to say yes to the things that I wanted, even though I didn't feel like I actually wanted them in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so to be honest, Saturday and Sunday felt like a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of like internal self-mastery of moving towards what I say that I really, really want and not letting my emotions run me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so it was like, like all, just all throughout Saturday afternoon, Sunday, definitely Sunday all day. Um, and then by Sunday night, I felt like I was actually able to authentically laugh with Jeff yeah. and the kids. Versus like, I'm laughing because I know that I need to be laughing, but like, I'm really just grumpy inside. Yeah. I was hitting some more authentic levels of like, nope, this is actually real. I'm starting to feel a little bit better. (laughs) I think that's such an important thing to realize because that was one thing that I noticed this weekend is like, one, making sure you have routines that you just stick to Mm -hmm. even when you feel like you don't want to. It was like for God me. God bless core four. Seriously. It's like in realizing like in the morning time, it's like how I wake up and what I do for me um, is important because anytime something's intense, I usually wake up with like this anxiety like happens in the morning. Sometimes people will talk about it. They get their times at night. Nope. Mine's not at night. Mine's in the morning. I used to joke because my mom was like, God talks to you in the morning. I'm like, nope. Satan talks to me in the morning. That is who is going. It is I like. I get all the lies in the I morning. I get all the lies in the morning. And so it was like. Biggest thing I noticed for me this weekend was just when I was like doing my meditation or my breath work, I would just tell myself, you're safe. You're safe. Everything's fine. Don't worry. You're good. 
and just noticing how that would just like calm my system down because that is the truth mm-hmm. like I am safe you know if you're listening to these things it's like we have hard things that happen but it's like if you're still alive in some aspect yeah you are safe yes it might not always feel that way but like when it comes down to it we our minds make all these stories come up and it's always funny when they come up and it's actually everything's good mm-hmm. but just telling yourself like no it's okay mm-hmm. what you're feeling is okay you're fine is just like a really big important thing that it's like again if we learned this when we were kids hey it's okay to feel all the feelings yeah. none of them are bad right they're all just feelings and you're safe to be able to feel like yeah. you're safe to breathe you're safe to feel like all those things is just like realizing that when it gets intense it's like yeah and it's also okay for other people to feel what they feel and that's them, not you. Because I got to have that experience too. Yep. Um, and I think that one's a weird one too though. When like things are, well, we know that happens though. Sometimes when things go really good for somebody, people have their own wounding around it because maybe they're not experiencing the success that you are. They're mm-hmm. not experiencing the relationship or, you know, the health in their body or whatever. And it's really easy to all of a sudden, it seems like Feel people, like you're not liked anymore. I got to have that experience too. When I, I, I'm starting to understand more when they're like, oh, be around people that are like minded is because it's like it makes it when you have a close circle of people that get what you're going through. It's like they can actually supporting the winds, you know, they can, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it seems like people it's easier for people to be close to you or be helpful when you're having a hard time. But it's like there is like emotions and things to experience when things are going good, too. Yeah. But all of a sudden it seems like that's when like people want to pull away or not like you or have things to say and again going back to the same principles of what do you need to do to make sure you're okay well and even in you know the one friendship that I'm got to have like an interesting experience with this weekend too is that the one friendship is it's like this friend and I we have um you know like they've seen me in my hard moments like supportive there I've supported them like it's like that's kind of had been the culture Mm -hmm. and then seeing me win Mm -hmm. was actually like almost offensive like hey this is not actually how our relate this is not how our relationship goes yep you're like breaking the rules of what our relationship has been Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because like I kind of sort of didn't see it coming there so that part caught me off guard too so that was another thing and I also had to be like cool guess what Amanda you're also moody so, so we're not going to make it mean anything. We're not going to make it mean anything. And we're taking this with a grain of salt because the truth is you don't really know what's going on. And this is also not the time to have a conversation yeah. with my friend. And so that part was just interesting too because there is a level of when you have friendships or relationships that are anchored in a certain dynamic, mm-hmm. when one person changes the dynamic, mm-hmm. even if it's in a positive way, mm-hmm especially if it's in a positive way yep it sends a ripple and it's like but this isn't the culture of what is has been comfortable for our relationship because a lot of times there's most a lot of relationships you're bonding over like hard Hard. things or trauma or this sucks and all of a sudden when someone's doing it differently it does absolutely change the dynamic of the relationship Which again, I mean i'm always a firm believer i know you are too amanda the fact that like hey who's ever meant to be in your life they'll come back Yes. And if they don't, that's a compassionate well, and thing. I experienced that with my family. Oh, for sure. That's the right? biggest place that I feel like I've gotten it with. Like I thought, you know, years ago, like five, six-ish years ago, I was like, cool, I'm like really going on a certain trajectory here. And it is sending ripples in my family. I mean, that was when I w- left like the religion of my 
the religion of origin. Yep. I mean, like I was making so many changes and part of my family was like, and I was doing it so quickly mm-hmm. that they're going like, what the heck is What's going wrong? on? Are you okay? Right. Are you part of a cult? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> all legitimate questions. All legitimate Absolutely. questions. And the thing too is I think sometimes too, it's like realizing that they love you. Oh, yeah. And they are on the whole experience with you too. Yeah. So really being in a spot to let people have their own experience and not taking it personally. And so, you know, back then it was like, okay, well, with my family, like, can I be okay having the relationship change? Because one, it is changing. And if it doesn't ever get better, but I'm more at peace within myself and aligned with God, like, can I be okay with that? And there were times where I felt like I was literally putting my family on the altar. Yeah. And... What was so cool, though, with my family is that it didn't take very long. And it was like we all got it all came it all came full circle. And my family's closer than what my family's ever been yeah. in my perspective. Yeah. I realized for me in my experience with my family, because I don't know if I ever really had a distance period. I did a little bit for my mom, but only for a few months. But we were still kind of talking, which is just different relationship. Mm-hmm. Mine was like, hey, you need to stop talking and stop trying to get change them. So right. I had to change and just like, hey, let that when you come into this dynamic, because for me, making sure that I stay close to my family, my family is, again, not toxic. They're not abusive. Like they're very right. good, loving, supportive family. But I was trying to come in like, guys, I've learned all these things. This is better because I'm better. You should do it, too. And I got to learn to stop talking until they came to ask me for something. Mm-hmm. And so that made that transition pretty easy. Yeah. Which I also find, too, like in friendships, like if I've started a friendship in one dynamic and if I've changed I get to let that be what it is. Well, we did that. We totally had, yeah. We, we when we came together and really connected, because if you listen to like our first podcast, like episode one from how many years ago? Four years ago. Um, uh, yeah. Episode one of this podcast, you can actually go back and listen to the story, but Michelle and I didn't like each other for the almost 12 years that I was married to her cousin. Yep. And then after Which I got... Which is funny because we didn't even have enough conversations to... We didn't even have a reason to other, not like each other, but we didn't like each other. We didn't. <laughs> um, and so... So it was really easy to leave you alone. <laughs> same, Michelle. Same. <laughs> um, and so when we did kind of like actually connect, we were connecting through some of the initial parts of the healing journey that are really, really hard, where you're mm-hmm. facing really, really hard things when crap's up in your face and like... Yep. And we really walked with each other in that and then we came to this point and it wasn't like we ever had a blow up but Mm -hmm. we came to this point of like what we're doing is not working yeah and we kind of just for about nine months it was like cool Michelle you go do your journey like I am like I love you enough to let you go do your thing like we don't even have to make a drama out of it Mm -mm. it's just like it was that um act of like acceptance and surrender of like cool like we are trying to force something that like we can't keep doing this Uh -uh, so it's not gonna work so you know she went off on her journey i went off on my journey ended up parallel journeying like we typically do i mean i like one i don't know how we had the skills to do that back then with where we were at like that's pretty impressive that we were able to do it in that way especially with where we were at and how we were relating with a lot of the people in our worlds, like mm-hmm. it was just kind of interesting that we were able to do it in that way. And too, it was like we keep in touch, just not as much as we used to. Yep, we don't really hang out. Mm-mm. Maybe like once a month. Not even that much. But you came out. Yeah, you came up a couple times up to when I was living in Hebrew. Yeah, so there was a little bit, but it was very, it was very, very, very like minimal. Mm-hmm. But then again, it just like naturally. I think sometimes naturally we, came back together. 
Because yeah. I had to go and like clean up myself in the way that I need to clean up myself. She Same. went and cleaned up herself. And we were able to actually come back together in a healthy dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because before we even parted ways, we knew we were doing business together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we almost like held on to that vision. So we'd come, because really the only times we really connected was the fact that we knew, like just knew. And so we connect a little bit here, there. Mm-hmm. And we do a couple things. But yeah, it was definitely very different. And it was cool to take the time, the space. Because that's the other thing too, is like as you start to have wins, you start to have successes, people are going to have their own experience. And if you let them have that experience, Keep a place of an open heart, which again, having boundaries because they're trying to pull you back. Like, this is how we do things. It's like, oh, yeah, no. And whatever you need to do. Yeah. And sometimes if it is talking less or whatever, and then just always just keep, for me, I always just like to keep a place like, hey, and if this comes back together, awesome. If it doesn't, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had friends that I've traveled with for a little bit. We've gone separate ways and never really come back together. Yeah. And anytime I see them, though, it's okay. It's totally fine. Like, hey, how are you? And we still don't get wrapped up in each other's lives the way that we used to and I think that's fine too mm-hmm. yeah but again it's like the whole stage of the journey it's like the same skills no matter what where you're at yeah doing the same things being in the same way it's still the same skills doing the same thing and yeah it's just funny it always gets me catches me off guard though when it's like on the high end and a little bit like again it always catches me off guard and it seems like it's easier. It gets easier to move through. Once you know what's going on, you're able to have the skills. You've practiced them. Sometimes it comes, comes a little bit more like on autopilot, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, crazy week. It was a crazy week. A good week. Yeah. Crazy week, but a good week. Um, yeah. And the things that you for sure had another lived experience, of, like the things that you utilize when you're on like the lower end of your lower limit mm-hmm. really are the same skills that you get to use when you pop. I feel like I had like a huge pop way up above my mm-hmm. um, upper limit of how good I could stand it. We mm-hmm. went like not just like one or two rungs up above. I felt like we went like five or six. <laughs> um, and so like. Mm-hmm. Which is and like- also not this was the other thing, too, that I had to like also be aware of was not getting on myself for getting moody. Not going into guilting and shaming myself. It was like, yep, we're just uncomfortable. Yeah, we're moody right now. Cool. We're also going to shut our mouth. Yeah. And we're going to breathe through this. Mm-hmm. Because like we know what this is mm-hmm. and we're going to breathe through it. And like, it's okay. We got yep. a combination of a couple things going on right now. You know exactly what they are because one, your body's talking to you. Mm-hmm. Got a close enough relationship with her that she's like, hey, remember we're in the moody phase of the cycle. Like... Don't make anything mean anything. Mm-hmm. And then we have, I had like so many huge wins mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just a good thing too, like especially if you're in the hard phase and your outside world feels hard and it doesn't feel like there's wins. Mm-hmm. Really learning how to master the skills when it's really hard because you're going to need the same skills when it's good. And if you don't have the skills and you blow up all the good stuff and sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like that feels even like harder. Yeah. You're like, I put all this work, I got all these things that I blew it up and it's like that constant cycle. But when you're able to just hold it, mm-hmm. then you can keep moving upwards and keep going in the directions that you're wanting to go yeah. and let it be really good and not having to feel like it's so hard. Yeah. And, then and also, you don't have to blow up your world, which yeah. is nice. And it's also nice having people in your world that when you are in an upper limit or even a lower limit, because mm-hmm. again, they look, sometimes they look the same. Mm-hmm. Outside results look different. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Inside, feels the same yeah um having people that you can you know I just sh- I literally all I did was shoot off a text message to Michelle 
Yep. It was just nice to be able to shoot off a text and just be like, ugh. Yeah. And she's, and instead of being like, oh my gosh, I got to save you. She's like, cool. Like. You're doing great. You're doing great. And also like any specific things on how I can support you. Like she was good that way, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, let me come in and save you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it is nice to have, it's easier to grow and evolve and win when you're in a container where that is the culture. Yep. And I think that's part of why um, you and I are hitting so many successes so rapidly mm-hmm. is because in our friendship, that is the culture of this container. Yep. Not just in our um, business, but like in our actual friendship, yeah. right? And we've got like Jaylee, who was definitely like a part, like we have a handful of friends that are like that. That's the culture. Mm-hmm. And so there is like a huge aspect of, you know, they talk about the five people that you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Like Jeff's a huge part of my culture. Oh yeah. Dude. Like he has been so cute. Like he has celebrated me like crazy. Even when I've been moody, (laughs) like he's been so my kids, they are a part of my culture. Yep. Like they're so good. Mm -hmm. Michelle, like Jay Lee was like awesome, and mm-hmm. and again, I don't get to spend a ton of time with her, but like anytime she pops in, it's like oh, this it's is always, great. It's always great, yeah. right? And so those people that you surround yourself with, the mentality matters, and I do. I feel like that's part of the, like we, you and I are hitting wins. It's pretty fun, left and right, mm-hmm. and then we get to manage ourselves in the wins. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But having but, support, but guess what? Guess what? You're going to manage yourself anyways. You may as well be managing yourself in the wins. Because you want to keep the wins. And you want to be able to sustain them. But I think that's one of the biggest things now realizing. Because I used to see people where they'd hit these wins and then blow everything up. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is going on? I'm like, oh, I get you. Yeah. I get you now. Because it is, again, outside your comfort zone. Yep. Things start popping. And you're like, okay, cool. Nope, this is where I'm going still. I'm going to hold it. Mm-hmm. And making decisions not based off of how you feel, but based off of where you want to go. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Well, and it was cute, too, because... Um, it was so funny because I even mentioned specifically about going last Monday about going and buying a truck and like, oh, what are people going to think? What are my parents going to think? You guys, my parents have been so cute this week. Like my mom has been, my dad drives truck. Yeah. They, they drive long haul. My mom goes in the truck with him. They're literally all over the Western United States. Like they just are on the road and they're so cute. And my mom, you know, as dad's driving, like my mom will send messages to me from both of them of just like beep beep like we're, we're driving by and like go you like we love you like good job like it was so cute how much my you know and I jumped yeah. on the phone on Friday with my mom in the morning and she's like how's it going yeah. and I'm like mom it's so good and I'm really overwhelmed and like I was almost in tears talking to my mom and she just like laughed and was like you're doing great honey like mm, so sweet <laughs> and so it is like the people that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. matter yeah for sure. Because it is much harder to get the wins when you're the only one in like the container mm-hmm. that is like trying to hold down that mentality. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And so it's good to have good people around you. Mm-hmm. Good week though. I love it. Excited yeah. to see what this next week work go looks like. I know. We've, we've got, got more things we're doing. More things we're doing. We got people that are still like coming into, you know, our year of change. Program. program so that there's going to be a lot of like onboarding with people and welcome calls and yep. getting everybody set up that has been so fun to you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited for what that container is going to be yeah because that one is I'm, that I'm looking super at the fun. women that are coming in yeah that, I'm um, so excited about that and 
you know, coming, like coming back to the container of like the people you surround yourself with, like the ones that are a part of this, like very first launch, I'm really excited. It's always kind of fun to be a part of like the OG group. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, but there's definitely a feeling of like what this is going to be, what it is, what it's going to be, who it's going to help. Cause I think that's the cool thing about this program is for us, this is what we wish we would have had when we started. Yes. This is the like the knowledge, the support, the, the in between, like because we would go on retreats, mm-hmm. we'd go to classes, we'd go have this like transformational experience, and it was cool. And then we'd go home. Like, how do I make this fit at home? Like, how where's do, my support how do, system? How do I bridge this? Mm-hmm. Um, because it does. It like feels so hard when you're like you go and have these experiences, and then you go home, and it's like, cool. I had that experience there, and that like the culture of that container and I really want that to be my like day-to-day life and it took us years bridging it oh my gosh years bridging it and when well, to realize that you need all four bodies mental emotional spiritual and, and physical, physical. I, like you can't that was one that had been left out for a while <laughs> well for years mm-hmm. it was no wonder that like I was getting all of these like visions of like who I am and like this divine being and like how I have all of these gifts and all of these talents and it's like I could see it in my mind's eye but holy crap actually bringing it earth side into reality and like you have to have a body that can hold it yeah mm-hmm. and so anyhow so like I I am I'm thrilled I'm like celebrating you I'm celebrating me I'm celebrating us this has been such an undertaking mm-hmm. and I'm so excited for this one well, and to also say too, though, is like I will say the prep work for this one. Oh, damn it. The, the three months coming up to this one, for me specifically, was like, one was different though, because like, man, I mean, I've t- we've talked about it on the podcast. It was like, one, I had so much rage running through my body, and it was one of those ones I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is insane. And two, though, like with whatever came through, the mindset was always like, cool, this is clearing me out because this is what we're doing. Yep. This is, and my story still is, hey, this was the hardest launch of prep, like internal prep for both of us. So in my mind, this oh, is going to be the down. biggest thing that we've done. Hands this will down. be the most impactful instead of being like, oh my gosh, we did this. See, it's not supposed to work. Everything that came up. I mean, we even got to a weird spot for a little bit. And I'm like, I know it's weird for you. I'm like, cool. I don't even know how to change it. I'm cool. I get to surrender. Michelle hates me right now. Like, I didn't fine. hate her. The energy said that I did. I was like, Amanda, I mentally know that it's not, but I, can, I don't even know. This energy is doing it. Please don't take it personal. I don't know what to say. And the you more I tried to change it. seeping off of your body, Michelle. Dude, well, I was, and I would try, and I logically knew this was stupid. And I knew it had nothing to do with whatever my mind was trying to make it about. And it was like the second I was like, fine, be as mad as you want to. My body's like, we're done now. And I'm like, you got a kitty. <laughs> <laughs> but again it was but like also you were authentically you didn't try and manipulate that one. No, oh, i'm no. gonna give myself permission so that then it will stop like no. you actually had to hit the point of like i just got to I surrender i was like i surrender we're just gonna be mad i'm we're still moving and we're still doing the things and if you want to be mad during it, let's just be mad and i was like okay we don't have to do it anymore but yeah it was definitely an authentic one but it was just interesting too though it's like we could have made a story oh my gosh look how hard this we was picked Oh, we could have blown it. We could have blown the whole thing to the ground, which I do think one of the things that was good, though, because um, we had our practitioner course going through that time. Yeah. And there was a part I'm like, oh, I don't know. Should we do this again? It was like, hey. And we did. But it was like nice to have well, yeah, this we, go. We were like, do we do this? Well, even when we so were I, in it. Yeah. I was like, it was like we had my sister's funeral on Saturday. 
Sunday we were setting up the room for training and Monday we were in training. Exactly. And, and you we're were like, raging. Oh, yeah. I was like. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just taking it literally not even day by day at that point. I am just staying present to like, cool, this minute is giving me this and I'm showing up for this one minute. Cool, this hour is giving me this. I'm showing up for this hour because if I try and go too far out, like I do not even have the capacity to overwhelm mm-hmm. myself in that way. So I just had to stay totally present. I'm like. Cool, I'm showing up for class today. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, Oh, yeah. It was definitely such an experience. It was also a really good class. Oh, this is probably one of the, for sure, to date, the best class that we've done. So it goes to show you can feel everything that you're feeling and still have a phenomenal. And still produce a not, like, phenomenal results. But it's, yeah, we had a practitioner going. We're literally working to build this thing. It, like... And again, having things blow up and all all the craziness. This is nuts. (laughs) But again, too, it's like whatever story you tell about it. Because even in the craziness of the craziness, I was like, yeah, this just means this is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. This just means it's clearing me out. This just means that everything's going to go well. And if you hold to it long enough, you'll create that reality. I think that's the biggest thing is like when you talk about really like holding the energy of something and having faith, it's having faith that, hey, this is what I know I get to do. I'm going to hold it and I'm going to be flexible of how we're going to get there. But anything that pops up is just getting me closer. Because mm-hmm. then you train your brain and your mind, your subconscious to keep taking you there. Yeah. But the lived experience can feel kind of crazy sometimes. But it was cool to launch and go. And it's cool to feel the energy of the build of like, okay, this, the experience these women are going to have this year and beyond is just really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to be able to maybe help bridge some people's gaps. It doesn't have to be yeah. quite as hard for quite them. Quite as hard. Well, I, read, I actually shared it on my stories, I think yesterday, where it says it only takes one good year to completely mm-hmm. change the trajectory of your life. Mm-hmm. And it really is true. Like there's also a purpose and a reason behind why Michelle and I chose a year. Mm-hmm. Because one, when we want to hit something hard and fast, like cool, you might get results hard and fast, but then it's really hard to hold them and mm-hmm. keep them going. Mm-hmm. But when you can allow yourself the time and space to make like commitments and incremental shifts and be in a culture of like, no, this is who we are and this is who I'm growing into. And like lots of grace, lots of, lots of like compassion for yourself when you're feeling all the things, but you are still staying committed to the vision that you've set forth for your life. Yep. And giving yourself a year to do that in a group setting with everybody else. Cause like when, what's that, the scripture, you're way better at this than me, but like we're, two or more oh two or more people come together um the power basically it's like the power when two or more come together talks about how god's in your presence and it's going to magnify what it is that you're doing right so you get in a group where like that's the culture in the container and then everybody's magnifying everybody else's like reality is coming to fruition and giving Mm -hmm. yourself a whole year in your brain you might think oh but that's like a whole year really a year is not that very long do you and the years to the past anyways uh uh-huh the, the time is still going to happen, what you choose to do with that time. Right. And definitely the people like, I need it fast. I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you in six months then. So you're going to have to, most people have to restart l- if they can make it. Let's also give a little context here. Okay. So we're thinking like, oh my gosh, a year, that's such a long time. Do you guys realize that it was about this time three years ago that COVID was happening? That was only three, that was three years ago, you guys. It's crazy. Like when I also too, when people are like talking about like, oh man, like, well, the time's going to pass anyways. Yep. I always think it's interesting, especially when people take late weight loss. Oh, I need to lose more weight or whatever. It's like, well, if you just lost one pound, 
a week, that's 52 pounds in a year. You guys, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Probably more than most of you need to lose. And if you do need to lose more, still the time is passing. But if you t- 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 think about like, what are the thoughts and the beliefs and the behaviors? It's like literally in one year, you could have a whole new life. Yeah. And if you're really willing, this is funny, <laughs> willing to be patient, Amanda this Oh morning, yeah, that's cute, Michelle. That, oh, it's so funny. So I, I, guys, I always joke. I'm like, oh yeah. So like, you know, before we came, like we were all in heaven, you know, and there was like attributes that we wanted to come down with, you know. The patience line was too long, so I didn't wait for that one. <laughs> I didn't get in that line. And this morning, like Amanda and I got together early just to get coffee and to drive and just kind of have friend time to talk before we were going to start work. And um, we were driving up. I'm like, hey, Amanda, thanks for, thanks for waiting in that line and being patient. Like, <laughs> thanks for grabbing that quality. But true, though, is if you're willing to be patient, usually that they talk about is like that's the one thing that sets people who are really do amazing things in the world is they're willing to be patient. Mm-hmm. They're willing to do the day-to-day tasks that they have to every single day that stack up over time. Because mm-hmm. really it was like the price for being successful is, I heard, I think, I can't remember exactly where I saw it. They said the price for being successful is higher than most are willing to pay, but not as high as most people think it is. True. And usually what it is, it's just the price is you just have to be consistent and be patient. You keep mm-hmm. showing up over and over and over like this is going to work. I'm going to keep moving this way and being flexible about how you're going to get there. And if you keep being patient, you will get there. It will happen. Mm -hmm. And just being, again, showing up, being patient. But then how do you make the process and the journey as supportive as possible? And that's the thing that I think we're really finding makes a difference. Right. And that was the thing that we had wished that we had had. So we did. We looked at like, hey, what were the things that worked for us when we were building this? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, the like experiential type things. Mm Mm-hmm. Being able to debrief it yep, and have like a community that went through the experience and like is sharing what everybody learned mm-hmm. from the experience and then cool day by day walking it through being connected and yeah like that was what was missing for us like mm-hmm. yep. so anyhow it's been really fun yeah it's really fun and then super fun super worth it and, and then, yeah I'm just really excited. It's really nice being in. Because I will say, I feel like this winter was very intense emotionally. Everything was fine on the outside. But inside, raging. But it's nice to feel the shift in like the momentum building and really exciting. I'm just really excited to see the women that are coming in. The change that gets to happen. The community that's being built. It's just fun. I know 365 days from Monday. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so fun. Like taking a snapshot of their reality on Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. And then 365 days from there, taking another snapshot. Yep. And for them to be able to be like, holy crap. Because that's the other thing too. When you're doing the journey the way that we've been doing the journey. Mm-hmm. If you don't track it, it's so hard to see just how far you've come. Yep. And so that's the other thing too is it's like we've built this in a way so that you're like lots of wins, lots of little consistent wins under the belt Yep. that turn into like big wins here and there and then you have to manage yourself because you hit an upper limit but like continuing to stack them because even last year at this time version of Amanda to Amanda this year at this time like that's part of the reason why I love Facebook memories Mm -hmm. shows you it shows you yeah and like but I would miss it yep I would miss it I, I wouldn't because when you're doing it consistently, you sometimes don't see how fast and how far you go in such a short amount of time. It's true. 
So, so anyhow, so high five. We did it. We did it. Good things. We'll be back next Monday. I'm excited to see what this week's going to bring. Good stuff. Talk to you guys then.